Well, good afternoon. Welcome back in. Let's hope we don't screw this up like the ESPN production team last night. <laughs> it is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, ESPN learned a, uh, a valuable lesson in television last night. If you're going to do videos of people walking on a famous street uh, where you're doing a game from, and it's, you know, night on a street that's known for drinks such as huge blank beers. Maybe you do like a tape-delayed video of people walking toward the camera. Did anyone catch this last night? ESPN, they had the Sugar Bowl, Texas and Washington, and they come back from break, and they have just a live camera on Bourbon Street. I, I mean, seriously, the last place I would have a live camera Filming for my back from break video. And as people, let me just say, someone did to the camera what people are known to do on Bourbon Street to get beads. Does that, does that say it without saying it? Obviously, ESPN has apologized. They are a cable station. They have no FCC guidelines to follow anyway. But, I mean, if you want to avoid that, Maybe some stock video that you filmed during the day when Texas and Washington fans were roaming the streets. I've been on Bourbon Street. Let me tell you, I wouldn't let alone, I wouldn't take an access unit from here and broadcast live on Bourbon Street, let alone have a camera filming people walking on Bourbon Street to have the rejoin advertiser display thing. I mean, that's the last thing I would do, and I would like to say, and I would like to think that, you know, I'm probably not as well-polished as uh, someone in production of ESPN, and you have the delay. Like, I mean, there you had to make a decision. I'm I'm guessing the person that was running the the video didn't see it until afterward, until, you know, the ESPN text board probably blew up. We know what that's like here. Uh, I, I say this, you know what, people know what city you're in ESPN, just show some generic stock photos of the two teams playing, you know, if you're so worried. Or just say, hey, this is cable, and we had a camera on Bourbon Street. Welcoming. I, 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 I wanted to mention that this morning, I didn't, so I thought, what better way to kick off the show than talking about uh, someone acting like they're on Bourbon Street on Bourbon Street. I uh, hope you're having a great day. We, we spoke at 9 o'clock. Glad to have you back here. If you missed the 9 o'clock show, well, we're glad to have you now. And uh, lots to get to. Lots going on. Happy New Year. Hopefully your new year is starting off well. I mean, Tuesdays always suck. And, and this really, you know me. I love the holidays. I mean, the holiday time from Halloween to New Year's. I think is the greatest time of the year. I don't think it gets any better, except for maybe the Bills in a Super Bowl. I don't know if it gets any better from Halloween to New Year's Day. It is just so much fun. You you see people that you haven't seen all year. Uh, You know, you you, uh, have just that festive. It seems that most people who aren't in a mall two days before Christmas, uh, it seems like people are just in a better mood, right? I mean... Most people, 
right? The county executive is never going to be in a good mood. But most people seem to be in a good mood around the holiday time. And, and this day sucks. I mean, the, 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 the January 2nd is probably one of the worst days of the year. Now, it falls on a Tuesday, which I think Tuesday is always the worst day of the week. But hear me out, right? You've got Halloween, which in my opinion kicks off the holiday season. And then you've got Thanksgiving, which for a lot of people is, is the official kickoff of the holiday season. You know, I, I love Thanksgiving. The YMCA puts on a great event, the Turkey Trot, to kick off your Thanksgiving. It, it, it's just, it's all positive. And again, seemingly people are in a really good mood, right? And then you've got Christmas, the reason for the season. Uh, and then you've got New Year's Eve, which when I was younger, which I don't consider myself that old, but when I was younger, I really got excited for it. We talked about this last week. I got excited for New Year's Eve. You go out. You wanted to make sure you were somewhere at midnight. Um, not so much now. I just, you know, this year I actually stayed up for the ball drop. Um, cool. It was, uh, it was fun. Um, and then you've got the first, which is still a holiday, but, you know, trees are at the curb. I saw a lot of trees at the curb today. And, and you kind of get upset when you see a commercial, a Christmas commercial playing on New Year's. Like last night I saw the Lexus December to Remember commercial, but it ends today. And it was airing like during the playoff game. I'm like, oh, you know, it's, it's over. Like it's over. People are back to work today. Things are back to normal. The antlers are off the car. People are back in their awful mood. You know what I mean? It's it's a really, if I wasn't on the radio, I would say a word uh, about today. I mean, it really is that kind of day. But we're going we're gonna to brighten it up. We're going to brighten it up. I have to say, David Bellavia was on before. And his quickness is a skill I'd like to achieve but never will. But his quickness is absolutely amazing. He had CJ on at the end of, uh, at the end of the noon hour, and I, I like talking with CJ. And you know, it, I think it's—I've always said I—I I, I love talking with people who disagree with me. I, I think it, it it makes for a really uh, fun conversation. But CJ said to David, um, "The wall won't fix anything." When talking about illegal immigration, and David said so quickly too. Then why are they going to the gaps, m- meaning the gaps of the wall? And, and I thought <laughs> absolute quickness because you know. Someone like me, I would have thought of that three days later. David is in an instant, has that comeback ready to go. And I think just awesome quickness. And I wanted to point it out because I was driving back into work and I I was just absolutely not stunned because I know David has always, you know, has always been like that, but just amazed at his quickness in answering that. Because, you know, as someone who works in radio, I know he's up against the clock because the, the music was playing, so he has to get to a break. And then the caller throws that back, and he is able to, it's not wait till after the news and say something. No, he's able to have the comeback, 10 seconds, go to break. Just absolutely amazing broadcasting, but that's what we're used to from 10 to 2 every day. Uh, and from 2 to 6, but unfortunately you're stuck with me today and, uh, and not Tom. So we have a lot to get to, as I said. And, you know, I talked a little bit about this in the 9 o'clock show. I think one of the fun things about the holidays is, like I said, going around and seeing people and talking with people that you haven't talked to for a while. But it also gives you an interesting pulse on what actually, what people are talking about. Now, I love the WBN audience, 
right? I love this audience. It's a well-informed audience. You would never have someone in this audience say, I voted for someone but really didn't know anything about them. It's a well-informed audience. And I know what this audience is talking about. It's usually what the people of Western New York are talking about. Don't get me wrong. But I was at multiple gatherings over the holiday season. And the topic that came up again and again, no matter where I was, uh, number one, it was Ann Pundit. A lot of people spoke of Ann Pundit and, you know, um, sad he passed. He was uh, one of the weekend guys on Coast to Coast. Sad news of his um, untimely passing. And it, it opened my eyes to a lot of people listen to Coast to Coast. But another thing that people were talking about, and again, this was at multiple gatherings, and if you know me, I don't bring up current events unless it's the Bills, the Hokies, or the Mets. I don't bring up current events at, uh, at parties. I, I really try not to bring up politics unless it's an election year or something just happened. So I wasn't the one bringing this up. But no matter the gathering I was at, if a lot of residents of Amherst, guess what they wanted to talk about? They wanted to talk about the tax hike. And, and I thought that was so telling that, and we're talking about people that politically are to the right, people politically to the left, people in the middle. Um, they wanted to talk about the tax hike in Amherst. I, I mean, it, it it has taken a lot of people by surprise. And obviously, mostly it was residents of Amherst. But there were people that didn't live in Amherst that were shocked about this 11% tax hike that we're seeing in the town of Amherst. And again, I think it was a good way to see what people were talking about. And that was one of the top discussions that came up. Obviously, everyone wanted to talk about what's going on with the Bills. Are they going to make the playoffs or not? Um, and, and that's going to be a hot topic until Sunday, and then we'll have the answer to that question. But the Amherst tax hike, and, and the, the, the question that it keeps coming back to is, why this much? Why now? And how am I going to do blank, blank, and blank? And is my money going to this, this, or that? And the uncertainty people have regarding the tax hike. And we've talked about it several times. We've had um, people who were at the town hall. Shelly Schratz has called in, I know, on David's show and, and talked about what actually has gone down at town hall. But there's still a lot of uncertainty of what, you know, what this is regarding, what the town is getting out of it, and that has not changed over the holiday break. But it also made me want to ask you, the audience, at 803-0930, what was a topic that came up regularly at your holiday gatherings? A current events topic. What were people talking about? Now, I want to make the rule that it couldn't be you bringing it up, but then I feel like no one would call it. <laughs> so I guess you could have brought it up, but what, what are people really talking about? And, you know, you don't get another perspective like the holiday party other than the holiday season. So 803-0930, star 930, that's the number to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Um, I'd like to know what topics were being discussed at your holiday gatherings. Because, you know, out of the gatherings I went to, and I went with, uh, to gatherings with people my age, people older, right? So we're talking all different ages involved in these gatherings, too. And, you know, the Amherst tax hike was right up there. Uh, the bills, that was obviously a hot discussion. Uh, and the Sabres, you know, I mean, you had people who 
are out of town all year. They come back for the holidays. All right. They follow the Bills, obviously, but, you know, they're excited. They're back in town for the holidays. They go to a few Sabre games. They're like, this team, they're scoring nine goals one day, and the next day they can't find the net. What's going on with this team? Um, So that was uh, a topic, obviously, that was brought up a lot when uh, talking current events. You know, surprisingly, what I didn't hear a lot of people talking about, and I know you're going to be shocked, I didn't hear a lot of people talking about the presidential election, right? I didn't didn't hear too many people talking about uh, Trump's court cases. That didn't really come up in conversation. People weren't asking me what I thought about it or bringing it up. It didn't seem to be at the top of the list of many people I talked to, right? More people were bringing up um, Mark Polonkars and the fact that he was reelected and could the Republicans have run a better candidate? That came up. At holiday gatherings. That's been brought up a lot to me, actually, um, since Election Day. More than the presidential election. Uh, I had people talk about congressional and the special election and what that means. It, it, it's interesting to me, and I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, people have a lot of things going on in their life. I have to remember a lot of the political stuff for my Sunday show. But a lot of people kind of forget the whole process of the special election. And that's kind of funny because... I've been back at WBEN for six years. Now, I've been here for 14 years, but I've been back here for six years. We've had two special elections in the six years I've been back. So it's interesting to me that so many, this will be the third, that so many people have questions about the special election when we've we've gone through it twice in six years. Uh, but that was brought up a lot. Uh, so, so really, when we're talking big news events, um, and again, I didn't spend my holiday gatherings talking about current events, news and stuff. I do that here at work, right? I, I spent most of my time talking sports, talking about what's going on in my life. You know, people were asking questions about, uh, you know, me and and uh, our son and, you know, we're moving soon. That that was probably the, the biggest uh, topic. But when current events came up, I would say the Amherst tax hike was number one. Now, again, that's not fair because I was in Amherst. So if you're in Orchard Park, that's probably not coming up as much. Uh, but the Amherst t- tax hike was definitely talked about uh, a lot, the bills, uh, the county executive election, the special election. It, it seems like people are really focused in more than ever, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. It does seem like people are more focused in on what's happening locally if they're going to bring up politics, that, that, that local um, focus. And I find that interesting because a lot of my friends my age, and again, as you know, a millennial in New York State, a lot of my, a lot of my friends politically do not agree with me. I find it interesting that they're so focused on local politics, yet I brought up certain things that happened before the November election, and numerous times I heard, oh, I didn't know that. I hadn't heard of that. I might not have voted if I knew that. So it's interesting that now the local focus is on when their taxes are going up, or the local focus is on when they hear something in the news about a special election, but their focus wasn't that localized in November, right, when you had months to do research on the two can- on the three candidates and the county executive's race. It doesn't seem like that local focus was there when it needed to be there. And now, outside of holiday gatherings, what are people talking about today? What's the focus back on today? Again, it's back local. The focus is, well, the tolls are about to go up. The tolls are going up again. And you want to talk about local focus. Again, I hate to make this so Amherst-specific, but tolls are going up again. In my opinion, that means more cars on Main Street in Williamsville. 
and we've heard this from Brian Coppola, we've heard this from Congressman Brian Higgins, uh, of moving that toll back because it now goes up. That's more people, and people laugh, oh, 15 cents. Well, guess what? I avoid that toll every day. Every single day. So that's a a, a talk that's in focus now. So again, when I'm talking with people, the local focus seems to be, I'm sorry, the focus on politics and current events seems to be local. It doesn't seem to be this national spotlight that you see on social media. Right? On social media, everyone wants to talk about Trump and Biden and DeSantis. No one, again, I'm not saying no one's talking about it. But the main things I heard again and again and again was this local focus and the local issues that so many people are facing. And I'd like to know from you at 803-0930 in this next segment, I'd like to know when you were talking with people maybe you haven't seen in a year, you're talking to family, you're talking to friends, you're at these holiday gatherings. Again, if you're like me, politics and current events aren't coming up much, right? You have to talk about it at work. I want to talk about why the Mets had the third highest payroll and couldn't make the World Series, okay? Uh, but when people came to me with current events and politics, those were the three things I heard the most this holiday season. I would like to know from you, 803-0930, star 930, what did you hear when you were at a local gathering? What were the topics people were bringing to you? Were, were you noticing, like me, it was more of a local focus or maybe something I hadn't brought up? I'd be interested to hear what the talk of the town was uh, over the last few weeks, 803 star 930. It's Joe Beamer filling in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Don't forget, you can also text the uh, Volkswagen of Orchard Park Text Board, 803-0930. Back after this. Welcome back. It is Beamer in for Bowerly. Every time I hear that song, I think of the Hulu uh, docuseries on the Chippendales because that's the song they played when they were starting to hit it big. If you haven't seen that, I forgot the name of it. I probably should have known the name before I brought it up. But uh, it was a Hulu docuseries. It was really good. Really well done. Shows the, the past of the Chippendales, which... I didn't realize I uh, had uh, true crime involved, uh, but that's the song they play in the open. Now, we've had a few people calling in about a town hall meeting in Amherst today. Uh, that would have been good to know. But yes, there is a town board meeting tonight at 7 in Amherst. So thank you to those who have called in. I'm guessing it's on Tanner. Did they say it's on the uh, the tax issue that we've been mentioning here? Oh, okay. Uh, but there is a meeting. If we know more about it, we will uh, we'll bring it to you. 803 star 930. I, I want to know from you what people were talking about at your, hel- at your holiday gatherings. Uh, I think it's a, a good way to get the pulse of discussion. And let me tell you, it, it's, it's different than social media. And I, I, as much as I live on social media, as much as I you know, talk about preparing shows using the New York Post uh, social media account. I do realize that there's only of the world, only 7% of the world are daily active social media users. 
So you really can't get what people are talking about um, just by going to Twitter, now called X, or Facebook, right? You actually have to talk with people, which I know for my generation um, is difficult. You don't see a lot of my generation wanting to go out there and talk with people unless it's, you know, yelling from a, from a picket line. Uh, so we'll keep that open at 8030930, star 930 uh, to get on. And again, 8030930 if you'd like to uh, text as well. Other things that were going on. Now, I, I know I mentioned a lot of this in the morning show uh, with the Bills and with DeMar Hamlin. And we'll get all into that a little bit later. But I do want to talk about the tolls as I kind of led with. We're getting... I'm sorry. I read something and I got thrown off. That's why you don't have the text board open while you're on the air. Uh, Tolls are going up 5% for EasyPass users. And I thought it was funny. Jack O'Donnell uh, was in that news bit uh, and saying, you know, it's the first time in 14 years that it's gone up. But when we're talking about the throughway tolls, I think it's interesting to point out that when the tolls were first put in, it was to pay back for the road and then then remove them. Okay, now we're getting another increase. And this goes while there are still issues with the cashless toll system. And I'm talking about this because I've experienced those issues. This is why people are avoiding a 15 cents toll every day. Number one, 15 cents to go down the street. Number two, it's supposed to be 15 cents unless the reader reads everything wrong and then they charge your easy pass, your license, and you get a $50 fee. That's happened to me numerous times. Back when I drove my Honda Civic, which may it rest in peace, when I drove my Honda Civic, I got a ticket for $800 because of going from because I went from transit to Main Street on the 90. And it was an issue with, well, your, your easy pass was charged, but it misread your license, so we gave you a ticket, and then you didn't pay it. And it got, it, it got up to $800. Now, fortunately, I spent four hours on the phone with the great people of New York State and got that ticket you know, squared away. Not a week after that, I get another ticket for $50. So this isn't like a rare issue with the cashless tolling system. It happens, they double charge you, they charge your license separate from your easy pass, which to me makes absolutely no sense. And now they're going to raise your toll more. And I want to know from you, 8030930, when it comes to the 90 tolls, and I'm talking specifically about the toll by transit and the toll in Hamburg. Do you map out your daily commute to avoid the tolls? And I know people are going to laugh, 15 cents, Joe, it's not a big deal. You're making a big deal out of nothing. But obviously it is. You look at the traffic on Main Street in Williamsville, you're telling me those are that none of those cars would take the 90 if it wasn't for that toll? I, I, we, we've heard from Brian Culpa, Brian Higgins, about how moving that toll just one exit could really alleviate some of that traffic on Main Street. I mean, it's ridiculous. Main Street Williamsville was not made for that number of cars. You have the throughway system, which runs perfectly. Uh-huh. You can't move that toll just one exit down. 
I mean, the whole point was driving free through the metro area. Uh, it's That's not the case. Again, there's one in Hamburg. There's one in Amherst that definitely should be moved. Uh, exit back. I'd like your thoughts on that as well. At 803 star 930. Andrea is in Getzville. She wants to talk about the Amherst Town Board meeting. Andrea, I, I am so thank you, thankful you called in because I obviously did not do my show prep. Uh, what's the meeting tonight in Amherst about? The meeting tonight is being held at 7 p.m. at the Amherst Town Hall on Main Street. And what has happened is uh, the town board has, what we were going to say, awoke a sleeping town because they are putting things through without transparency. And what they're doing is uh, when they have the uh, resolutions up, they're changing the names on the resolutions so that the town people don't understand what is going on. They're making deals behind closed doors. And when we go to the meetings, uh, this is what started it. We went to a meeting in November when they are talking about the budget. And you're supposed to have what's called public expression. Well, we stood up. We wanted to have public expression, and it apparently – we were told that uh, the meeting is over with and it's not time for us to talk, and the whole board stood up and walked out. Well, that got our dander up, and we organized, and we have petitions that are being signed. We have hundreds of them right now, and uh, we're coming to the town board with over 100 residents. There used to be like two coming, maybe 20. Now there's over 100 of them that have been attending, and we want more to attend tonight. All right, that's 7 o'clock on Main Street, right? The town hall on Main Street? That's correct, sir, and I appreciate you putting us on the air. Yeah, Andrea, of course. And now this is obviously all over the tax hike, and you have not, you, as you said, you have not been heard yet. You wanted to give the public opinion. And, Andrea, let me tell you, uh, from my, you know, my discussions over the holiday break, uh, this is something that most people in Amherst just want answers on. Yes, they did. They're right. And if, if we could at least have some news reporters coming so that the people know what's going on, we'd appreciate it. But the, the media isn't even attending these meetings anymore. That's surprising. That's surprising that because, like I said, it is – if you have to rank Western New York discussions, I mean, that is up there. And like I said, even people outside of Amherst are like, 11 percent, what's that all about? Well, Andrea, uh, we will uh, definitely want a follow-up to this meeting. So uh, hopefully we hear from you tomorrow. You will. Thank uh, you very much for putting me on the air. Hey, thank you so much. Andrea in Getzville. Again, that's 7 o'clock Town Hall on Main Street. And as we know, a few weeks ago, there was another meeting. Um, and, and transparency has been the discussion. You know, what, what is this tax hike about? Why, haven't, why hasn't the public opinion been heard? And like I said, this is not just one party versus the other, like so many things in today's politics are. I've heard from people on all sides of the political equation. And most people have nothing but questions on this tax hike. And, you know, I, I think it would be a good idea for the leaders in Amherst to just let people voice their opinion. I, I think, you know, when you can hear other people's opinions, ones that might not agree with you, when you can even hear people's criticism, right, I think that makes you a better at whatever your job is, a better leader, uh, whatever your job is, if you can take criticism and just realize, hey, there's always people out there that are going to criticize you no matter what. Uh, but some of that criticism is constructive, and some of it you might want to look at, especially when you are proposing a, a tax hike. And I would say this. The one thing I wouldn't do when I'm proposing a tax hike is say, well, it's only a couple hundred extra dollars for most people. Like, you know, talk about being tone deaf in today's economy. Uh, that that might have been the wrong thing to say when asked 
about the 11% tax hike, as was a few weeks ago. We heard uh, Supervisor Brian Copa, who I have no issues with. He's always been very great to me, always um, uh, appears on Hardline uh, when I ask. But when he was asked about this hike, and his answer is, well, it's only a couple hundred dollars. You know, again, when you're talking about some people who their monthly extra fun money is, you know, maybe a hundred dollars, well, a couple hundred dollars, a, a couple, which for some people is going to be a thousand or so, um, yeah, that is a pretty big deal. And, and, you know, it just goes back to, it goes back to people saying four dollars a, a tank, a gallon of gas isn't that bad. Like, well, maybe for you. And congratulations, you're doing great in your job. Congratulations, you have a great career going on. You are making a lot of money. But for most of us, adding anything, right, adding anything is going to put a dent in our budgets. You know, a lot of people didn't get a raise last year. Okay? Some people haven't gotten a raise in years. So when you mess with their budget, yeah, it's going to be a big deal, even if to you, Oh, only a couple of hundred dollars is not a big deal. Again, congratulations. We're all happy for you. But for a lot of us, that is going to take away from maybe an emergency account um, or, you know, might take away from a little fun money. And guess what? When you work all day, five or six days a week, you want to have a little fun money, right? I don't think that's crazy to ask for. And you don't want the town of Amherst to take it unless they tell you why they're taking it. Susan in Amherst, also uh, on the board meeting tonight. Susan, thanks for calling in. Hi, I'm just calling. Uh, I have a concern about what Amherst is doing with all the properties within the town. Uh, my mom is 95. She lives at St. Mary's uh, Senior Apartments on Mill Street in, uh, in Amherst, and uh, they need a no, new roof. The roof has been leaking for several years, and the owners are trying to come to an agreement with the town about what type of roof surface they need to have. And they're willing to meet the town in the middle by uh, getting a slate look roof rather than a slate roof, which is like double the cost. And uh, the town won't uh, budge on the uh, type of roof that they need to get. And when you consider the fact that Amherst claims they're trying to have senior living for for our seniors. Uh, this this building offers 101 apartments, and I don't think there's one apartment there that's more than a thousand dollars a month. Again, these people are all 55 and older. Uh, a good percentage of them are in their 80s and 90s, and I just don't understand what the town board is trying to achieve by trying to force the, the owners of the, of the building to put an actual slate roof on that, um, on that old mother house, uh, which has now been turned into apartments. It's their expense, by the way. Uh, you know, the, the owners put a lot of money to create those 101 apartments in that building, electrical and, and gas lines and, and all kinds of stuff. And I just think it's very unfair. They're, they're not considering the people and the, the folks that are just living with a very um, good rent schedule, for the, for a lot of them, they're complaining because their rent is going up every year. But Whitney, the, the, the corporation that owns the building, just knows that they can't afford to spend the money that it would take for an actual, a real slate roof. And um, 
very they have to make some they have to make some hard decisions here. Um, that's not the only thing they have to deal with. They have to deal with, uh, you know, new boilers and, and all kinds of things uh, with the, with the mechanics of a, a building that was built in the 1800s. Essentially, they're doing their best to try to keep it nice and uh, low priced for our seniors. And I just think that we need a little bit of a, a wiggle room here. And the board isn't isn't trying to work with them. That's unfor- Now, Susan, are you going to bring that up uh, at the meeting today? Well, not today. I think it's going to be uh, tabled for next week. They, they, this, this whole tax thing is a little more important right now, and I know that that's on the agenda for tonight. Um, I believe that the Whitney Group is trying to apply for a hardship next to um, see if they can get Amherst to uh, come to some reasonable uh, expectation. This slate like roof that they want to put on the building from the from the ground you are not going to know four stories up that this isn't a real slate roof so the insistence to want to make this slate seems kind of lame to me yeah hey susan i i definitely a concern and uh hopefully when if they do table it for the next town board it is something that is brought up and they allow uh, public opinion on it susan i appreciate the call and you know she brings up rent which i don't think it's brought up enough when we're talking about the taxes being raised right so taxes being raised 11 percent. now i am someone who doesn't own property right i i rent we rent our apartment we're moving to a town home which we will continue to rent um so i i know i only have so much i can say on this however you know, rents are going to go up in Amherst too, right? Landlords are going to want to make the difference back on what their uh, taxes went up. So it, it's not just homeowners who are going to be feeling um, this 11% raise. There are people who rent who are going to have to make up that tax for their landlord in their rent. So if you live in Amherst, there's a good chance you will at some point be affected by this rent. And again, I don't think it's unreasonable just to ask for just to ask for answers to questions that are being asked. Um, and I have been in touch with the town supervisor, and hopefully in the coming weeks we will have him on. Uh, we will get answers to your questions, and, and you know, transparency. That's all people are asking for. You know, I think government. I think uh, government would be a lot less toxic. And maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think government would be a lot less less toxic if you had leaders. And you had members of those governments that would just allow public input, be transparent on the topics and the, 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 the rules and laws and taxes that you put in the books. If you're just transparent on it, again, you're going to have people upset. You're, you're, you're raising taxes 11%. People are going to be mad, you know, uh, understandably so. But I think it would be a lot less toxic if if government officials just knew how to talk to people talk and listen part of being a leader is listening part of being on a board is listening to the concerns of those around you of those who voted for you maybe those who didn't vote for you right we we know mark polongars doesn't want to listen to people who don't vote for him but a good leader a good uh, government official listens to all constituents, even the ones they might disagree with. Um, And and I hope in Amherst uh, we will see that tonight. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe I'm too optimistic. Um, 
but that's my hope. 803-0930, star 930, if you want to continue talking about this. I'll be glad to take your calls. I, I mean, I bring up the, the Amherst tax uh, hike, and our text board goes crazy, right? And I don't mean the context. I mean, it's just boom, boom, text after text after text after text. Uh, and I, So, obviously, this is something people are talking about, and we want to talk about it. Uh, but also, I want to talk about the tolls. Tolls going up 5%. And again, I've already had the person saying, Joe, it's not that much money. But it's going up, and the problems that we have already seen, I've talked numerous times about my problems with the Easy Pass and the cashless tolls. I'd like to hear yours. Have you had problems when it comes to just passing through a cashless toll? Do you have an Easy Pass, but yet were charged as a non-Easy Pass person? Did you automatically, did you out of nowhere have a $250 ticket for what was supposed to be a 15 cents poll? I want to hear, I want to hear from you. Toll, not poll, toll. 803, too much uh, political talk. 803 star 930, would love to hear from you on either of these topics when we come back. It's Joe Beamer filling in for Tom Bowerly. Great to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon, second day of 2024. Let's make it a good one here on News Radio 930, WBEN.